Got you again. Um, yeah, I got it right there. <laughs> uh, welcome once again to Talk and Fight. And uh, today is the debut episode of The Female Fist featuring Scarlett Delgado, who is live with me right now and uh, ready to rock your world. Go ahead, Scarlett. Tell us what you think. So with this show, what I'm hoping to present is to bring a lot of female athletes. I'm going to have a lot of boxers. I'm going to have a lot of trainers of female fighters. I'm going to have some MMA fighters. And what we're going to really focus on is basically the climb of females in this industry. Because nowadays, we have such a huge platform for us females to climb to the top. It's really quite amazing. As I was saying earlier, we have amazing athletes like Layla Ali. We have her, one of the idols that she grew up with, which was Christy Martin, which a lot of us don't actually know about, but that was Layla Ali's number one contender that she always wanted to fight. Now, if you look at the platforms they had, the reason why we don't really know about this is because they didn't have Instagram. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have all these social media things where we can watch up and coming fighters. But now this is such a great advantage to all of us female athletes. We can follow each other. We can cheer each other on. We can really stage everything that we have right there and say, this is what I'm bringing to the table. Watch out for me. And it's creating such an amazing venue for us to climb to the top and to create this um, big scene for us. So now we see these UFC fighters. We see these amazing boxers like Katie Taylor or... Um, Clarissa Shields or the Serrano sisters, all these amazing girls, and we can watch them as they train. So what I plan on having is a lot of up and coming fighters, a lot of fighters that are already at the top, a lot of trainers of these fighters, a lot of nutritionists of these fighters. And we're going to talk about what it is, what it's taking for these females to get to where they are today to put themselves at that platform that men have dominated for so long and how we're coming up to the same caliber as them really fast. And we're gonna be talking a lot about how this pandemic has really affected the athletes, even including myself, not being able to train as we normally do. If you look at the United States of America, there are some states where they're allowed to compete, whereas other states, they're not allowed to compete and have a lot more stricter um, restrictions. So. What about big tournaments? How are they gonna continue the Olympics? How are they gonna continue Pan Am games? Are these events really gonna be taking place or is it gonna be affecting some athletes a lot more than others? How do they feel about that division in their sport? Not knowing if their opponents are getting better, more accessible training than they are. So we're really gonna dive into what's going on right now, how they feel going into the next year, and what's going to happen for them in regards to training and their nutrition and their up and coming rise. Wow, very cool. Uh, I'm curious about one little aspect. I'm curious whether the female fighters of yesteryear were probably raised in a male dominated gym with a male dominated regimen and a male dominated uh, nutrition, if you will, uh, to follow. I'm curious if over the past let's say 20 years, that's all changed and been adapted for the female fighter? Uh, or are, are men and women both following the same regimen, the same, same intake of foods? Is it the same? No, not necessarily. Um, speaking from my athletic experience, and I'm sure a lot of women can relate, 
I think that as fast as women are climbing up the caliber, I think that all these trainers and nutritionists are also trying to catch up with understanding how different female athletes are in respect to combat sports specifically. How we operate is obviously going to be very different than a man operates going into these types of competitions. So for me personally, I have a very different nutrition than my male counterpart who could be as well um, the same height, the same weight as me. But we both have to treat our bodies different into training because we both need different things. It's just what it is. If I eat the same things as him, you know, I have completely different cycles that go on inside me. I could potentially put on more weight than I want to, or I could have influctuating hormonal imbalance, combating the kind of training I'm doing. It's very different for me. So I think that because a lot of nutritionists and trainers had to as well open up their mind to seeing the differences, I think that sometimes it's almost hard to find the right balance, even for the athlete, like going to somebody who really knows what they're talking about, who really knows how to foster their different needs. So I am grateful that I found my team, but I can imagine that it's been hard because it was hard for me to find the right people, but I can imagine how hard it is for other female fighters in general to find the people who really understand what they need. I didn't realize that. So is it up to the individual fighter to find their own team? Yeah, because, you know, as an amazing athlete out there, I'm sure lots of nutritionists, a lot of trainers would love to say, yeah, come to my team. I know what I'm talking about. I can help you. And as much as they believe and as much as they can help a lot of athletes, sometimes you can't generalize things for everybody. You have to be very specific to the athlete that you're working with. So you have to take in a lot of factors like height, like weight, gender, like um, even just ability, like just different body types, how your body responds to specific types of training. It's very individualized. So as trainers and nutritionists, you have to find really high caliber ones that know the difference and know how to be able to give you that plan for you specifically. You've mentioned earlier how the digital era has really opened up uh, not only boxing, but all combative sports uh, to women and all up and comers, quite frankly. Uh, I'm just wondering whether the uh, online aspect of the sport has also changed for trainers and nutritionists. Are there now proper training programs offered online? Are there proper nutritionists offering programs online? Or, or are these now personal connections that you still have to make? You still have to have those uh, individuals training you personally? Well, I don't want to discredit people. I think that um, I know a lot of people that have benefited a lot with the technology that we have now being able to communicate or open up just learning avenues, seeing what other trainers are doing and being like, oh, I never thought about that. And then do the research and figure out how it works and apply it to their practice. I think that social media can unfortunately also sometimes be a place of where somebody just creates a stage for themselves, more of a money thing and says, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. I can help you. So I think that my coach always says to me, the power is always in your hand. With great power comes great responsibility. So you can have somebody who's extremely charismatic, extremely good at showcasing what they have but then abusing the power and not actually knowing how to help these athletes. And like, you know, as an athlete, if you don't know where to go, sometimes you just try. 
And then you have to, you know, trial and error. Sometimes some things work, sometimes some things don't. Sometimes athletes get so caught up believing that it's going to work and it's not working and just stick into it. So hoping that it will at some point. So as much as social media has definitely helped these trainers and nutritionists open up their platform to be seen and to be accessible to these kinds of athletes, it's also opened up an avenue for a lot of people that are saying they can do that. So it's still, it's still hard for athletes to some, like sometimes, right. It's still hard to know who to believe, who to trust, especially as an athlete, if your focus is on the sport, you want to be able to trust your team that every person's role, they know what they're doing. It's difficult. So there are people offering advice online. There are programs offered online in this digital era, but they're not, I'm not going to, are they taken seriously by professionals and high caliber athletes like yourself? Like, are they taken seriously? If they're, if they're solely it really like the, the education is really important. Like I could go online and say, I'm a certified trainer. Um, I have this and this in nutrition, but I'll say, honestly, like I'm not ready to coach like an Olympian in ski because that's not what my specialism is. Like, I don't know how to do that. I could, you know, know the basics about this stuff, but if I'm advertising that I can you know, help you in any kind of way just to earn some money. Like maybe I'm targeting world-class athletes and trying, you know, that's where everything gets very confusing. That's where the athletes have to use their intuition. Like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And if it doesn't work for me, then, you know, you have to be aware of the differences of elite and then people who are on there just for own personal gain. So you're kind of lucky you have your dad who can probably give you that firsthand experience in guiding you down that path of right versus inappropriate when it comes to uh, securing your team from the trainers. Dad, he's very humble and I'll give him a lot of credit. Um, He, you know, his doctoring is boxing, but he told me right from the beginning, he's like, I need to get you working with a coach specifically for your sports psychology. I need to get you with a coach that's specifically for your strength and conditioning in your sport. Because my dad, you know, he knows all his stuff about boxing But he told me, he's like, I want you to be here. So I need you with somebody who specializes and focuses in just that. And so we found, um, well, my father, he got me introduced to Gaytan Boutine. And uh, he's my strength and conditioning coach. And, you know, I absolutely love him. He's been very good catering to my strength and conditioning needs, my nutritional needs my sports therapy, he's done absolute wonders for me. And, you know, I'm happy that my dad was humble to say, because a lot of coaches say like, I could do it all for you. You don't need anything. But my dad said, no, you like, let's, I want you here. So I'm going to say, you need to do this to be here. Well, excellent. So out of curiosity, do you have someone lined up for next week? Yes. I have a few people that I'm going to reach out to because of course, you know, as some of these elite superstars, they're still finding their ways through. But I have a few people in mind. I have um, Olympia Mandy Bujold that I would love to have on the show really talk about because she's still going to the Olympics. So I would love to hear about, you know, how her journey's been throughout this time, considering the pandemic. I'd love to hear that. Um, I would love to hear from Amanda Galley because, you know, even her as a professional boxer, the Canadian champion professionally, what's going on in that world? I haven't even like heard anything. Um, 
I know Kim Clavel. She's from Quebec. She's as well a professional boxer. I think that she's been able to compete. So I'd love to hear what the differences between the provinces are. I have a lot of people in mind. <laughs> I'm dying to get everybody on the show because I really, 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 really want to hear everybody's perspective in all this. Awesome. That's great. Uh, I look forward to it. Um, does that wrap us up for today? I think, yeah, because I don't want to give away too many things. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right. So uh, do you want to take us out with that triple combo? Like, share, subscribe? Absolutely. Like, share, subscribe. Right on. <laughs> very well done. And we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. See you next week. Have a good day. <laughs>